to episode 8. As always, you can find me on Instagram and Goodreads at Frankie's Mama Reads. Can you believe that today is only the 139th day of the year? It feels like January 1st was a year ago. I went to Los Angeles in January, and that feels definitely like a year ago. The year has been so long already, and we aren't even to the halfway point. So today, I am looking forward. While the next few months are still yet to be determined, one thing we know for sure is that even though this year has been wonky, Tuesdays are still publication days, where a lot of wonderful books are finally released to the masses. Now, a lot of book publication dates have been delayed, and those that haven't have had a much different book launch than they had anticipated. So I thought I'd spotlight some of these books to let you know what I'm looking forward to reading and when you can get a copy of each book yourself. It's also not a bad idea to see if your library has these ordered, like on order already, so that you can place a hold on them now. Unfortunately, I can't place holds on any books that my library doesn't currently have until the library reopens. I can't even put a hold on a book that maybe um, another library in the network has. So my library's a little limited, but yours may not be. And some of you may be in places that are already open or are scheduled to open pretty soon. So this may happen pretty soon for you. Also, because of the publication delays and so many things being unknown, I'm only going to focus on books that are still scheduled to come out in June, July, or August. I may do another episode later in the year to talk about the fall-winter releases, but for now, let's look forward to our summer reads. Before I jump on in, I want to do my weekly small bookish business shout-out. So this week, the business that I'm shouting out is actually not book-related. But I love this company and wanted to give them a shout-out because the owner is a local mom in my local moms group. So they are based out of Villa Park, Illinois, so shout-out Villa Park. And the business is called Hannah Bean Candles. So you can find them on Facebook and Instagram or on their website at hannahbean.us. As always, the link will be in the show notes that you can find below this episode. And when you do check them out, you'll be able to see some really fun candles that they have. Now, if you listen to, I believe it was episode three, I talked about a cozy mystery um, about a candle maker and how the book actually made me research candle making, and I was like, oh, that's so fun. I even looked up buying wax and all these things. And yeah, that's not for me. Making candles, mm, not really my jam. Because guys, there's a lot that goes into candle making. Like in the book, she has all these fun scents that she comes up with, and I was like, oh, that sounds so cool. I'm gonna come up with a fun scent. Listen, I don't have to. Hannah Bean already has. They have some really fun scents, like there's Baja Cactus Blossoms candle. That's pretty cool. I also saw one that was Coriander and Tonka. Another fun one was called Fruity Loops. That sounds very cool. And then there's Lavender. They have a Lilac one. So definitely check out Hannah Bean candles. These are beautifully made. They're all soy candles. There's also some Lux candles that are made 
in collaboration with a ceramics company so definitely check those out as well they're beautiful they're in these beautiful little ceramic containers and of course feature the Hannah Bean candle as always these small business shout outs are completely free they're not ads they are just my way of giving back to small businesses right now because they all need our help and support so definitely check out Hannah Bean Candles using the link below. You can also check the link in my bio on Instagram. That'll be up for you to see their link there as well. Alright, so I have quite a few books that I am looking forward to in the summer months. So let's go ahead and get started. The first book that I am looking forward to that comes out in June is The Damned by Renee Adier. Now this comes out on June 2nd and is the second installment in the Beautiful series. I haven't read the Beautiful just yet, but it is one of my many library books that I checked out and talked about in the very first episode of this podcast. It looked so good, and The Damned looks so good, although I haven't read too much of the back because spoilers, so I have really got to get around to reading The Beautiful this month so that I can read The Damned next month. Although even this one is not available at my library, so it's going to have to be something that I probably am going to go ahead and use an Audible credit for because I think it's going to sound really cool. If you're not familiar with the Beautiful series, the first book, it's set in 1800s New Orleans, has some ghosts, it's a YA series, so it's nothing crazy scary, but it's still kind of in that eerie genre, so... I definitely gotta get around to The Beautiful so that I can read The Damned when it comes out next month. Alright, the next book that I am looking forward to in June is called The Last Flight and it is by Julie Clark. This one comes out on June 23rd. It is a psychological thriller and while I do read an excessive amount of thrillers, I'm actually drawn to this one in particular because of the reviews. It has over a hundred five-star reviews already, and the good people of Goodreads say things like, this was the best thriller I've ever read, and it's an easy five stars. So, definitely looking forward to reading this one. The plot is basically that Claire Cook lives in Manhattan with a seemingly perfect and luxurious life, but behind closed doors, her husband is controlling and has a dangerously hot temper. What he doesn't know is that Claire met a woman who is equally as desperate to escape her situation, and the two of them decide to switch plane tickets, taking each other's flight and assuming the other's identity. So Claire will be flying to Oakland as Eva, and Eva will fly as Claire to Puerto Rico. But... Flight to Puerto Rico goes down, and with it, so does Claire. Now, Eva, formerly known as Claire, is out in Oakland assuming Eva's identity. She's got a fresh start, or so she thinks. She's now uncovering some hidden secrets that Eva had been hiding. Oh boy, what is going to happen to Claire? What are these secrets? I have to know. So excited about this one. I will find out about the secrets on June 23rd or shortly thereafter. And once I read it, you'll be able to see my review on Goodreads with a rating, a review, post it to Instagram. So 
follow me everywhere. You'll be able to see all the info once I finally get to read this amazing book. Okay, the final June release that I want to mention is Mexican Gothic by Silvia Moreno Garcia. This book sounds really intriguing, and the cover is one of the most beautiful I've seen this year. It is set in 1950s Mexico and stars Noemi, a glamorous socialite, and it stars an isolated mansion called High Place. This is a gothic suspense novel that is being called terrifying, intense, and darkly brilliant. So Noemi gets a letter from her cousin begging for someone to come save her. So Noemi sets off to High Place, unsure of what she'll find. She doesn't know a ton about her cousin's new husband or this menacing mansion. When she's there, she may be mesmerized and unable to leave. There are secrets and they sound terrifying. So we've got another book in June with a lot of secrets. Secrets that I have got to find out about because I'm nosy about fictional characters. So I'm very excited about this one, which is set to come out on June 30th. All right, moving on to July. If June's books sounded a little bit too dark for you, have no fear. July is the month that Not Like the Movies by Carrie Renfrey, the second book in the Waiting for Tom Hanks series, comes out. I talked about Waiting for Tom Hanks a couple episodes ago and posted about it on Instagram as well, but if you didn't catch either of those, I'll give you a quick synopsis. Book one Waiting for Tom Hanks, follows Annie, who is more obsessed with romantic comedies than anyone I've ever met, and she's basically living her life looking for Tom Hanks. Not the literal Tom Hanks, but her own Tom Hanks, a la Sleepless in Seattle, You've Got Mail. So this is basically a rom-com book, and book two focuses on her best friend, Chloe, who has a supporting role in book one. I really liked Chloe, so I was excited to hear that she was the star of the next book. I've mentioned it before, but as someone who isn't usually a big fan of the romance genre, this book may have changed my mind, or at least it made me more interested in the comedic romance genre. This one comes out on July 7th, so put in your pre-orders today and check out the giveaway that they're doing on Goodreads. Another book that comes out on July 7th is One to Watch by Kate Stamen London. This book sounds like it's going to be perfect for a feminist like me who also loves to hate watch the Bachelor Bachelorette franchise. And by hate watch, I mean I watch every single episode and totally buy into it, but also I'm like, grr, this is not diverse or representative or really anything but fluff. But yet, every Monday night, there I am, watching the Bachelor Bachelorette series. And it sounds like the main character of this book is too. So our main character here is B. She is a plus-sized fashion blogger who watches a show just like The Bachelor called Main Squeeze, but... She hates the lack of body diversity on the show. Then one day, she's asked to be the next star of the show. She agrees, but she has no intentions of falling in love. 
She really just wants to advance her career and inspire women while she's doing it. But, of course, things get complicated. Now, the reviews on Goodreads say that this is joyous, therapeutic, and a very fast read because you can't put it down. Jasmine Guillory, the author of the Wedding Date series, gave it five stars. There's also a giveaway on Goodreads for this one, just like not like the movies, so definitely get in on that. Alright, so that's two chiclet books I'm looking forward to in July alone. That's so not on brand for me, so let me get back on track with a thriller I'm excited to read in July. This is called The Last Wife by Karen Hamilton. So Nina and Marie were best friends until Nina was diagnosed with a terminal illness. Before she died, Nina asked Marie to fulfill her final wishes. But it turns out Marie can't be trusted. Apparently, Marie has always wanted Nina's beautiful life and will do anything she has to do to get what she wants. But Marie doesn't know that Nina has secrets of her own. The reviews on Goodreads make me wonder if this has any similarities to The Secret She Keeps, which I absolutely loved, so I'm looking forward to reading this one too. Like the previous July books I mentioned, this one comes out on July 7th. There's no giveaway on Goodreads, but the Kindle edition is on pre-order for just $10. Okay, so July is a big month for me and my reading TBR to be read list because another thriller that I am looking forward to is The End of Her by Sherry Lapina. She wrote The Couple Next Door, An Unwanted Guest, and Someone We Know. Now, I'm going to admit that I have yet to read any of those or any of her other books for that matter. But this one intrigues me. The others have too, I just have such a big list as you can tell. So, this one definitely intrigues me though. Because it's about a newlywed couple with newborn twins. Things are going great until one day a woman shows up and accuses the husband of having murdered his first wife. He'd been claiming it was an accident. So it totally sounds like The Staircase on Netflix. But from the reviews, it sounds like we've got an unreliable narrator or unreliable narrators who leave us wondering who done it the whole time. This one is supposed to come out on July 23rd, but there's no way to pre-order it just yet, so stay tuned on that. It could be a delay. Fingers crossed that it's not. Now, I also want to quickly mention one more thriller that will be published on July 28th. This will be the second book in Michael Robotham's Cyrus Haven series. So book one was Good Girl, Bad Girl, and this next book is titled When She Was Good. Book one was possibly my favorite book by Michael Robotham, so I'm glad the series will be continuing very soon. Okay, so... If July was the month of chiclet romance and a few psychological thrillers, August is the month of Latinx representation and stories about families. On August 4th, 
Sia Martinez and the Moonlit Beginning of Everything by Raquel Vasquez Gilliland will be published. This is a young adult magical realism book, so it's a similar genre to We Are the Ants or the Caraval series, but this one features a Mexican-American teen whose mother has disappeared. She knows her mom is probably dead, but she still lights San Antonio candles, Guadalupe candles, to guide her home. Then, one day, some spaceship crashes into Earth in front of Sia's car, and it turns out they have her mom on board, and she's alive. So, this one sounds unique. I can't say that I've read many books featuring UFOs or aliens at all, and I definitely have not read a book that has UFOs and Mexican-American characters. This one is set to come out on August 11th, and so far it has just 33 reviews on Goodreads, but it has an average of 4.6. It's a young adult, so it should be a fairly quick read, and I'm so curious about this plot that I will definitely be checking this one out. The second Latinx book I am excited about in August is Paula Santiago and the River of Tears by Taylor K. Mejia. This is a children's fantasy book that features a science-loving Latina named Paula and the folklore story of La Llorona. Guys, the story of La Llorona haunted my childhood. If you aren't familiar, first of all, so lucky, count yourself blessed, but I'm going to fill you in anyway. The story goes that La Llorona wanders through the river every night looking for children to snatch up. Now, I didn't grow up near a river, but there was this tiny, the tiniest little stream at the end of our cul-de-sac where I lived. And so some of the neighbor kids used to say, oh, don't go down that way at night. La Llorona is going to be there. And basically, I was just, like, afraid of the dark because of La Llorona. Like, literally, a girl could have been wandering anywhere in my mind. I was like, don't go out at night because of La Llorona. So, Paula also is told about La Llorona. But she wants to test out her new telescope, so she organizes a meetup with her friends at night near the river. I'm like, girl, Paula, don't do it. But she does. And then her friend Emma doesn't show up, and Paula sees a shadowy figure on the river. I know this is a children's book, but I'm already scared. Like, what is going to happen to Emma? Has it been La Llorona? Is it just a hoax? Is it just a joke? Is Emma actually just chilling at home? Phone is dead, wasn't able to text Paula. I don't know. But I gotta know. This one was supposed to come out in May, so I would have already known by now, but thanks to coronavirus, it was delayed, so this one comes out in August. It's also book one in a new series, and you can pre-order it now, so it should be a pretty cool series since it's got this cool mixture of Paula with her science obsession, and La Llorona, maybe book two has El Cucuy, I don't know, but I'm excited. I'm excited about this series. Alright, so those were the two Latinx books that come out in August that I'm excited about. Now on to the family slash coming-of-age books that I'm excited about. 
The first is Louisiana Lucky by Julie Pinnell. This is about three sisters in a small town in Louisiana. They always play the lottery hoping to win and have a better life. Then they do win big. They actually win huge and they quickly learn how true the saying is that money can't fix everything. This is a book I want to read for a couple of reasons. One is simply that I love books set in small towns. I grew up in Los Angeles, but have since left and have always been happier in medium to small sized towns. So that's probably why I like books about small towns. Another reason I want to read the book is that the description says that these are characters you'll root for. And since I read a lot of thrillers, I can't say that I always read about characters that I'm rooting for. Unless I'm reading a cozy mystery, then of course I'm always rooting for the sleuth to catch the criminal. But other than that, in thrillers, it's kind of hit or miss whether you're going to be in love with a character and want the best for them. Sometimes it turns out the character you're reading about is a murderer. So I'm excited to read about a book where I'm rooting for the characters from page one. This one is set to come out August 4th and you can pre-order it now. The next August book release centered around family is Bear Necessity by James Goldborn. Now that's bear as in rawr, lions and tigers and bears. So you'll see the link below so you can see how it's spelled. B-E-A-R, not B-A-R-E. This one, you'll find out why it's called Bear Necessity in half a second here. It's about a newly widowed single father who is trying to connect with his son who hasn't spoken since his mother died. I think it's been about a year. These two are definitely struggling. The dad lost his job and is now working as a dancing panda bear in a parking lot. He hasn't told his son that this is his job, and his son actually befriends the panda. So he's telling the panda everything, not knowing that it's his dad. The premise of this one sounds like something I can get with, and I may get this one on Audible in August because it's by a British author, and I love when narrators have the accent. It makes it feel way more genuine than my internal attempt at hearing the book read by Benedict Cumberbatch or some other generic English accent that I can muster up. This one also comes out on August 4th, so add it to your Goodreads list, pre-order it now, definitely check it out if you want to. Alright, so this brings us to the last book that I am going to mention today, which is the Brightside Sanctuary for Animals by Becky Mandelbaum. This one is set in 2016 in Kansas at a struggling animal sanctuary. They've been targeted by some anti-Semitic hate crimes and are also struggling financially. The daughter of the owner moved away a while ago and is now engaged to a guy named Dex. She returns to the animal sanctuary and the small town after the hate crimes to help her mom out. When she gets there, she realizes that her first love, Gideon, still lives in town. At some point, Dex goes to find her because she's been 
back in this small town at this animal sanctuary for an extended period of time. But when he gets there, it seems like she's struggling with deciding on whether she should get married to Dex or whether she should stay in this small town. Maybe there's interest in Gideon. I don't know, but it does sound pretty good. Now, the reviews on Goodreads do say that the content of the book is quote-unquote politically charged and skews leftish liberal. Now, I'm not a political podcast, so y'all can skew whichever which way you want, left or right, but just know going into this book that a reader's political views may have affected their rating. Once I read this book, and any of the ones mentioned today really, I will of course leave a star rating and a review on Goodreads. I will admit I'm not always great at leaving a review or remembering to go back and leave a review, but you heard it here first, I will leave reviews for any of the books on this list once I read them. To find those reviews, follow me on Goodreads at Frankie's Mama Reads, and as always, I will post pics of the books once I read them, or as I'm reading them, on Instagram. You can also watch my stories to see books I'm reading, other random things that are happening throughout the week. To find those, follow me on Insta at Frankie's Mama Reads.